Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We've gotten Tiffany Haddish as a uh, suggestion. I, I I don't know. That that doesn't really resonate for me too much along the way, Al. I, I think uh, Zoe, was it Kravitz? Yeah, and I also sent you guys another one, Journey Smollett. I don't know who that would is. Would be good. I sent you a picture. She looks very similar to her. She was in, she's been in a couple different shows, uh, some failed shows, but she looks very similar to V. I'm, I'm looking here. I'm like, are you sure you sent it to me? Let's. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. She does look yeah. like her. There's a little That's bit of that. That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. I could do that along the way. We've got another suggestion right here. We're talking, this goes back to Ask Slee, where they're casting. By the way, um, Ed O'Neill as Donald Sterling is going to be true. He's a, I, I know he's your guy from Married yeah, with Children. Uh, four touchdowns. I, I know he had an incredible run yeah. as the, uh, the guy on Modern Family. He's, yeah, well, he's Modern a Family. really I, nobody knows that. It's great. More than Married with Children. Great mm-hmm. actor. I, and, and by the way, he'll Plus, bring, he was, you know, he's a shoe salesman, really good shoe salesman for a number of years. Um, he just had a, just kind of had a way about him. So, do you think he can pull off the menace? Because D- Donald Sterling not only was an adult crazy person, but he was he was oddly menacing in in a bumbling kind of way. So this is this actually this was an interesting angle. Demarco brought this up last week when we found out that Ed O'Neill is going to play that role. He's like, I don't know if I want him to play that role. He was talking about I like Ed O'Neill too much. He's always to been have a very likable character. Play that role, and you're obviously not going to like that role. I, I see where he was coming from. I'm just a fan of his work. <laughs> I I think he can do it. I I think because he's oh kinda, can he do it? I think I think he's yeah. But it. it's hard when you've had two iconic roles like that. And he's been in movies and other things along the way. He's a no, really he, good actor. Pretty much just married with children. <laughs> but it's it's the equivalent of this, right? We all love John C. Riley. Everybody does. Every role that he's had, we all love him. Well, in Winning Time, him playing Doctor Jerry Buss, that's also a kind of a loving character you like the character very that he guy. plays very, very likable whatever it is it's gonna be completely different in this one no this is not a very yeah. unlikable yeah. what's worse than unlikable despicable that's a good word right because his his behavior and yeah. his actions were despicable mm-hmm. and to be a guy that is universally liked for touchdowns like you or for the rest of us you know many other things well, there's other things that he did on that show other than the four touchdowns uh-huh. in one game was that in a half or was that in a game <laughs> i don't remember espn radio is brought Must to you by ESPN. progressive insurance i'm sure it is let's try a quick one san diego roderick roderick you're on with Travis slee what's up hey thanks guys for uh, taking my call welcome back Trav. so thanks. um my suggestion is actually two people, um, Janae Eiko, um, to play in that upcoming um, movie you were talking about. If you don't know who that is, um, if you kind of think back, she was the one who was singing one of the songs in the Super Bowl, and they put the wrong person name on Okay. <laughs> so um, look, look that up. Um, and then another one is uh, Alexandria Ship. Uh, just, you know, Google those uh, images and you'll probably have your own suggestion. But thanks, guys. Okay. Appreciate it, man. I, I'm going to need a little help from you guys on this. We don't this. have the internet. Do you guys, Funch, what do you think about that? You you were the person that said, Janae Aiko, I, yeah. she looks like her, but I don't know if she can act. Okay. That's the thing. Well, that's, yeah, I'm looking at her too right now. It, it, she does look similar. What about Doja Cat? I'm seeing that on Twitter. <laughs> is that is that a possibility? Doja Cat, love Doja Cat. That's how But again, I, she could, she could act in Dave. So Doja could be could be good. That's not bad. Who's what's her name? Al Alexandra Ship. Alexandra Ship has the right look. Is she a is she a singer or is she an actor? 
I think she's an actress. Okay. Yeah, I think she's been in some Marvel there movies. There you go. We're, we're, see, we're hyping I, out here. I got a couple names for you guys. All right. Uh, they, they might be older, but um, how, how about Eva Longoria? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. She, but I think their first thing, your first instinct is probably right. Like I picture, v, how old was V Seviano in that? Probably About thirty nine. I just checked her. Was age. she that old? Oh, she's thirty nine now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this was she's, she's in her late twenties. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. What about maybe. Jessica Alba? I mean, look, I'm not going to say Jessica Alba shouldn't be in anything, <laughs> but she could, she could be in a Home Depot commercial for all I care. She can be in anything she wants. I'm okay with that. But that she she's almost too gorgeous for that role. Does that make sense, Al? Yeah, I, I think it does. I mean, it, we have probably five, six names now. I wonder uh, I wonder who it ends up being. Probably none of those people. <laughs> well, then, you know. Someone I, we don't know. The fact that we've put but in this much work. But they're going big names. Sometimes you get a, a smaller a smaller name and you fill it in, but I, maybe Ramona's listening. She can I, she can weigh in. I, I will tell you Actually, this. She's winning time as an example. I was just going to say, yeah. out, I, I think you didn't need to have the big, big names for some of these athletes ex- and everything else. They need to be able to act, yep. and they need to have a reasonable resemblance to the person they're playing. The Magic character looks a lot like Quincy Isaiah looks like Magic Johnson. The guys that- Kareem, the, the guy playing Kareem. Kareem. And just Fantastic. Gets, grows more into it every single time. So yeah, I, I thought of you yesterday because- in this last episode, uh, Magic has his signature, Kareem's signature sky hook sure. in it. And I thought of you, and right when I saw the hook shot, I'm like, that was not only, not only did it look good, Trav would go out of his way to be like, okay, no, no, I bought it. I, I It wasn't this it, 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 my weird, incredibly I'm asking. ugly shot. I, I, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely asking this. Is, am I alone in this, that when you have a TV show or a movie or whatever it is that is about sports, that the people that are performing athletic parts need to be able to execute it at a reasonable level because i'll use this as an example the will smith um uh matt damon movie where will smith was the caddy i forget what the name of the the movie was matt damon can't swing a golf club and it's like come on man like really and you there's a reason kevin costner gets all he can swing a golf club he can swing a bat he can throw a baseball he can do all of these things when you get nuke lelouch when you get tim robbins like nah man really i it has to be right to me am i I alone no let, let me if that character, if it's so obvious that they can't do it, that's a bad look. The, the worst sport they is They don't have swing. to have the greatest slider. No, no, no. And they but, also don't need to shoot Clay Thompson-like they, from three. But they need to look like they've held a basketball I was in their say, hands but before. W- what you can't walk away with is, okay, this is distracting me. Like, you can't have that. This is way before... All of your times, Al, I got a 50-50 shot at you on this one. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox in Teen Wolf. Okay, mm-hmm. not high art. Yeah, yeah. It's not, but you can tell he he can't dribble. Mm-hmm. They had to, every time they'd let go of the ball, hard cut to the ball dropping through. They couldn't even show the ball come out of his hand. It mm-hmm. was so bad. But there are just some things that just completely ruin it. So we got to find I a thought, certain layer of that. I mean, that's how you looked at it. I thought Taylor. You know what else they do in that movie? game. There's nothing like somebody dribbling with their head down. <laughs> It's like, no, no, I'm a basketball player. Maybe he's doing a Bob Cousy impression. He used to sure. do that. He yeah. used to dribble with his head down. Worst part of that movie. Well, there are many worst parts. Also a great movie. When he's shooting What'd the game. What would you think of Cousy's dribble? Eight, seven, 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 ten. No. When he's shooting the free throws. When Teen Wolf is shooting the free Why did they let the guy stand directly underneath the basket? Like, this is one of these things. Like, I liked Teen Wolf. It was funny. It was good. It was a, it was a different twist on a werewolf movie. I, I'm here for you. Can we, if he's shooting it, everyone else in the gym is off to the side. If I told you. And he's underneath the hoop. Why are we doing that? How many replays I saw 
then uh, I would go back and I saw three seconds in the key and illegal defense. And see, the fact that neither of those were I'm not making myself clear. You're looking is Al, it would be ridiculous. Like, it would be the equivalent if if you're making a movie on, let's say Hank Aaron, okay? And he hits his 715th home run to pass the babe. And they had him run to third base first. It's like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he has to swing the bat like Hank Aaron. I'm saying have him go to first base first. Why is he running the bases in the if wrong direction? If he goes direction? to second first, let's say he goes over the pitching mound and then turns right uh, to go to first. Bothers me. Bothers me a great deal. I think I'm, I have a feeling I'm alone in this, but it does bother me. Uh, no, I, I don't think you're alone. Again, I, I go back to, I Takes don't, you out of it. I don't need yes. them. I don't need them to remember any given Sunday. Sure. There was actually a lot of like you could watch and in your head you're like, hey, this is actually Jamie Fox can run and fantastic. throw. It's yeah, not. No, I mean, it, it was fantastic. Yes. So if you would have taken, let's say, Jamie Fox's role and it was somebody else, or Justin Bieber, or Jamie Fox couldn't do that stuff, it does affect the way you look at the movie. Yes, it absolutely it's, does for swimming and stuff too. Like, it looks like th- some of these actors. I know there's not a lot of swimming movies at all. There are a few. They look like they never swam a lap in their life. They look like they're drowning like while me. swimming. And I'm just like, <laughs> record me. Somebody help that person. Record me for two minutes. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need somebody to just basic levels of competency. Um, Blake Trinan's not going to pitch for the Dodgers yeah. until after the All-Star breakout. You and I have spent a lot of time talking about him. I, I think that not only is he the best relief pitcher on the Dodgers, I think he might be the best relief pitcher in baseball. I think that he's at that level. And guess what? I don't. I don't want to say it doesn't matter because you'd want him back as soon as possible. I don't, have you? At there any point since Blake Tronin went on the IL, have you said you know they really miss Blake Tronin? I actually haven't talked about him much. No, you know really why? Because they much. haven't missed him well, for so a half a second. Let's play this. If before the season started, and I told you that Trinan was going to be out till the All Star break, um, I think there would have been some concern. I think it would have been like, okay, wait, wait so. a minute here. No, Trinan's got to be there. You need Trinan to be there. You've played 19, 7, 26 games, whatever it is so far this year. Um, they look I, – I, I, let me kind of properly describe it. That three-game set against the Cubs, it was 20-3. to three. <laughs> They're on a six-game winning streak. Listen to this. Listen to this. Six-game winning streak, it's 38-8. to eight. They have a 30-run advantage over those six games. Yeah, their run differential is plus 74, and I'm looking at this right now. So Probably runs away. You know what the next best is? I'm going to say it again. The Dodger run differential. I'll go they're, 40. They're 74 to the positive. The New York Yankees are second best, 48. I mean, they're they're and the Yankees are really good. The Yankees are really good, and the Dodgers are running away with it. So here, here's – there are two things happening at the same time. Number one, the Dodgers, this might be the best Dodger team I've seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Because I was watching the game on the flight home last night. Every guy that gets in that batter's box you think has got a really good chance to get a hit. And, and even Bellinger and, and Muncie, whose batting averages are low, they're still dangerous. They, they're st- and Muncie, because he gets on base once or twice a game, nearly every game. And Bellinger swings real hard, and every once in a while he's going to run into one. But whether it's Taylor or Lux or the, either one of the Turners, and certainly Freeman and Mookie and Will Smith and these guys that are all all stars are going to be even unbelievable. Barnes, even Barnes, Barnes when he gets his opportunities. There is no soft spot. So you kind of go down the things like if you're just saying, okay, what does a team need to do? Do they hit for power? Yeah, they, well, nobody's hitting for power this year. But relative to the rest of the league, do the Dodgers hit home runs? They do. Do they get on base? Yeah. Do they swing at bad pitches? No. Do they walk a lot of guys? No. Is their starting pitching good? Yes. Is their middle good? Yes. Is their back end good? Yes. Are they well managed? Yes. 
there's really nothing that you look at. Do they run the bases well? Yes. Is their defense good? Yeah. There's no spice. Okay, right there, they could get a little better. And I'm not saying they won't upgrade, but this is such a weird to watch them relative to the Cubs. To watch the Giants gave them a tough series, right? Yeah. They won both those games. Sure. Giants, I think, are a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at this, like I said, it, when they were playing the Giants the other day, there's not one guy on the Giants that you would take over the relative position. You go mm-hmm. go shortstop to shortstop, center field to right field, whatever it is. Now I'll take the Dodger guy. It's not supposed to be like that. They're going to run away with this thing. Because when you watch them play, they're, what is their record now? They are 19 and 7. 19 and 7, and it feels like they haven't gotten hot yet. Mm-hmm. 19 and 7. They- well, actually, Freddie Freeman was saying that yesterday that to, to have this much success knowing that there's still so much that they can improve on, that is scary. And, and, and here's the reality. Do you agree with this, Trav, that last year was such a unique season because the Giants kept freaking winning? Mm-hmm. And the Padres are maybe a few games back or something like that. They're off like to a that. great start. Um, but ultimately, I, I think that when the dust settles and if they're able to accomplish this this year that they didn't have last season, can you get some separation? In the NLS, can, can you put yourself in a position that by the time you're at the all-star break, you're looking back and you're saying, okay, there's a, a six-game lead, a five-game lead, something along those lines. That's going to be the difference for them because if they're able to do that, then they could really, really plan and prep for the postseason, something I didn't think they got, they got a chance last year to do. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Ranches Palace Verdes and Brian. Brian, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Brian? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, Travis, uh, welcome back. But you're looking you. for accuracy in a werewolf movie. I mean, come on, the kid was a werewolf. Do you want him to shoot a jumper? <laughs> well, yes, I do. I think that we could, if we're going to put a werewolf costume on somebody, we can find somebody that can shoot a jumper along the way. And Brian, to Brian, my Brian, point, do you agree with the illegal defense? <laughs> Brian. Okay. Yeah. Brian, the, when the guy is standing underneath the basket for the game-winning free throws, yes, that takes me out of the moment. It does. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I love the show, guys, but uh, come on. It's a werewolf movie. I, I fair enough, Brian. But if look, if we're going to do a werewolf movie, a werewolf basketball movie, yep. let's do a good werewolf basketball. You know a movie. good uh, scene in a fantasy uh, movie? Twilight has a baseball scene, and it's an amazing baseball scene. Just gotta say, they play, they play vampire baseball, and they're all jumping up and down. So, would recommend can go they, watch it. Can out. they throw? Can they field yep. ground balls? Do they have a nice turn up the middle? Yep. Who does the catcher block the ball well in the dirt? Does he yep. frame strikes? Like these are the questions <laughs> I have about. Twilight, the uh, baseball it. scene. Dude was pitching a perfect game through six. They took him out <laughs> using him later on in the season. All right, so we talked about trying to not be in there. Um, Bueller pitched last night, Slee. Yeah. He was good. I mean, b- better than good. He was excellent, and it just goes by the radar. That was his 100th start of his career, and some of these numbers I'm going to tell you are going to make your head spin around. Just an unbelievable start to an unbelievable career. That's coming up in two minutes. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Very good suggestion for uh, Donald Sterling. I think Ed O'Neill's going to kill it, 
But Brian Cox, who plays Logan Roy on Succession mm. as Donald Sterling, obviously great chops as an actor, looks a lot like Donald Sterling, Could definitely pulls off the menace and the depravity of, of the guy. That would be an interesting casting choice. He does choice. all the McDonald's commercials, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking to see if he had if he had a game where he had four touchdowns. If he didn't, <laughs> you're going to keep going to that, aren't you? I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I just I just need to know how much how many times we're going to go there. I'm not sure. I'm really not. I really have no idea how Good. often I'm going to Like use I said, it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. And don't forget, the 710 Mandy Awards coming up next month on the 24th, is, they're, they're sold out. You cannot go buy your tickets. You should have done that when we announced it back in, I think it was December, that we made the announcement well, that we were going to sell this. Don't yell at them. But you can still go, right. and you can get a VIP experience. But you got to put the new ESPNLA app on your phone. Go to your App Store. Go to your Google Play Store. Download the app and then click the contest button and you can enter for your chance to win. You get good seats, the pre-party, get your own champagne and nuts trophy out. It's a pretty good prize. Here's a perfect example. DeMarco had not downloaded it yet. What? This was on Thursday. Come on. Do better, DeMarco. It was actually worked out even better. Do better, Because then he downloaded it and then sat there and looked at it and talked about how easy it is. The autoplay began. All the different, uh, all the different uh, podcasts up there. Usually, I, you, you were telling me the story uh, when you came in this morning that when you guys do factor cap, the I, I, usually it's kind of fifty fifty or you know three to two, whatever. It's very rarely everybody's on one side and one guy's alone. Yeah, Demarco does not DeMarco use the had, uh, yeah. It was, it was grocery it was store dividers. The, it was quite the conversation for a while. Why, yeah. why not? Like I, I, I sometimes I get like a person chooses not to, but th- it's just moving it like three inches. And, and What's the, the more, big deal? The more people came at him, the more he was more extreme. What, on the what, other what side. was his reasoning? Somebody, somebody, help me out. The, the his thought process was what? Al? Thought it wasn't process was enough, this. right? No, the, it was it was. I'm going to give you enough space, right? When you're at your uh, when, when you're putting your groceries down, sure. So. You don't have to worry about me, and you don't have to worry about my groceries commingling with yours. Okay. And then when you're done, then I'm going to put my groceries, and I'm hoping the person behind me also gives me the same proper amount of space. Okay. When Amanda came in here, she's like, listen, this just happened a week ago where all of a sudden somebody's putting their groceries. You can't control the other person. And now all of a sudden she's getting charged for stuff that aren't even, they're not hers. Now they got to re- avoid the, the register. Avoid yes. They've got to go get the manager. And then the manager's thinking in his head, you know what? I'm also going to fill up this cash register with 20s because they're short on 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, six, seven minutes goes by. Yes. And the club car, now you got to, what number? And yeah. Look, DeMarco is one of my favorite people that I've known doing this. Sincerely. I just, I, I think the, the world of him. He is one of my favorites. That's an insane thing not to do. Because here's the thing. On occasion, let's just say on occasion, you forget to put it there. Not that you choose not to put it there. You just for, you're distracted. Maybe the phone rings, whatever. You just forget to put your little rubber divider down. What's the, is this yours or not? Every time the, 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 the checker is like, is is that bag of raviolis? Is that head of lettuce? Is that six pack of beer yours? It's, It's just slow in the line. Just drop the tube. Just, just put it there and it's keep there for it moving. A reason. I don't yes. know what to tell you. Cause I, I've almost feel like, you know, when you have a conversation with somebody and then you realize you reach a point where, like, there's nothing I can say here. I'm gonna try. This to- person's not leaving. 
they're actually going to end up uh, even more extreme on the other side. I, I just. I up. wonder if it's this. I that wonder... never happens in politics, <laughs> ever. <laughs> I wonder if there's a element to DeMarco's hoping to get bonus to something that he's not really wanting to buy for himself because he's trying to do better, but maybe all of a sudden it wants... Like, for, let me just say, I saw the picture that he put out where his... Uh, food was on the on the belt. His groceries were on the belt, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of produce. There was a lot of vegetables. There was a lot of fruit, and it looked like a very healthy um, basket full of food. Very healthy. I know Demarco. Okay, I've seen him. Seen him in action. Is he hoping that maybe a, a box of Oreos or a, a pint of ice cream accidentally gets bumped out when he gets home? He says, "Honey, I didn't buy it. I mean, maybe there, maybe it just kind of got in there by mistake. The checker put it in the wrong bag. Cheez-Its. There's a yes. bag of munchies. Perfect. Uh, Something like that. What was that. I going to do? Slow down the line. Yeah. Also, Demarco eats ice cream in bed. So how do you feel about that? I don't. It's, I, we, we should stop talking about Demarco because I love him, and I don't want to hear any more about this. This is this is making me think less. You want to change your view? So yes. we had we had six straight hours talking. We really get to know a, a, about Demarco. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick stretch? a quick Demarco story? And Emily was yeah. here for this. So Rams win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we're doing the post game show in, in the the radio booth. Um, it, it's me. It's Demarco. It's Kirk. It's Emily. This is with Kurt um, Warner. Not with Kurt Warner. Uh, who else was? It was Doty, the the engineer. Yeah, Adam. Um, Adam was there. Yeah, so it was. We had, we had a oh, big group Bronny. of people, and it's the last game of the season. So Doty, the engineer, has to break down all of his equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's these giant trunks full of stuff. They're closing up the stadium. By the time we get out there, it's been a couple hours plus since the game ended. So we have to wheel these giant crates all the way to the bus, which is kind of by Hollywood Park Casino. Damn, these crates are big. Yep. And they're heavy. Now, they do have wheels, but we had to move them through this wood chip thing because it's the Super Bowl, right? There's no straight line. You have to do these incredibly yep. circuitous ways to get to there. DeMarco Farr, national champion in college football at the University of Washington. DeMarco Farr, Super Bowl champion yep. with the St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. DeMarco Farr, a universally well-liked man, yep. pushed that damn cart the entire way himself. He said, Doty, I got it. Let me do it. And 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 he did more. And, and Doty pushed it yep. for a long time. And, and he, did, but Marcus said, Doty, come on, man. I could take a see break. you when it. all that is happening. I could I could see you, um, kind of sipping on a cup of coffee. <laughs> I pushed a cart and maybe putting <laughs> some helps. soy sauce I, I, on I, some sushi I, I, that you got. I from wasn't Albertsons even going to bring it up, but since just you brought it a up, bite and just saying, Demarco, man, look at DeMarco you, buddy. And I get to the bus. Okay, again, I'm trying to think. Emily, was that? It's like definitely midnight somewhere. Oh, at least, but that that trail with the dirt and the wood chips. 15 minutes? No, 45. Yes, definitely. 45. 45 because you had everything. When you usually walk on the bus. Now you guys say you guys park, and you park closer to there. It's like a fast. We went the wrong way. So we got pinned in, and we had to, because there was no way out. It's the Super Bowl. There's nowhere to go. It was a maze. That's a very good way of putting it. We got trapped. I have not been so covered in sweat and dirt. In years, yeah, and Demarco bad. and I looked like we'd been in, in the a game. In no, a, no, you were in the game. It looked like he and I were fighting in the dirt. We we're covered <laughs> in in sweat and dirt, and and we're both kind of like a little bit grumpy that we had to push the, because we're and not grumpy at anybody, just grumpy at the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. That dude did the whole thing. So that's where that's how highly yeah, I. Yeah, me I, and I That's why you don't want any more stuff. Demarco stories about yeah. dividers. Demarco, and stop eating ice bed. cream. And, don't don't be that, that guy. Don't be that guy. Because then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget the Super Bowl story <laughs> along the way. Walker Bueller has pitched 100 games in his career. He has had 100 career starts. You know how many losses he has, Al? What does he have? 13. You know where that ranks? 
First. No one first in Major League Baseball history, history through a hundred starts. One hundred starts. The next closest was Whitey Ford, who's in the Hall of Fame. He lost seventeen. Okay, Walker Buehler didn't lose sixteen and nip and just nip him by one. He lost thirteen comfortably. Yeah. in front of him, forty three and thirteen. His lifetime ERA through one hundred starts in an era where small ballparks, lively baseballs, yeah, yeah. lift right two point seven, two point seven. His winning percentage, 43 and 13, 768, is second best behind Whitey Ford. He wins 77% of his starts. His whip is under one comfortably. It is 0.986. He has 652 strikeouts in 599 and two thirds innings. So basically, 600 innings, he struck out 652 guys, and he wins 75% of his starts. Do you know where that ranks all time in the history of baseball? Where's that? Number one. Hmm. Through 100 starts, like we, Clayton Kershaw and Fernando and Don Sutton and Don Drysdale and Sandy Koufax. Sure. And, and all, sure. Yep. Walker Bueller is the greatest pitcher in baseball history by some statistical metrics. Through 100 games. Through 100 games. That's how good that guy is. And we just like, oh, yeah, he pitched pretty well last night. He's just got here. <laughs> That's how good this team is. That Arguably one of the greatest pitchers ever, certainly the greatest start ever, it's kind of on a team. You go, yeah, he's pretty good. He's, you know, he's doesn't a good guy that, to lean on. Doesn't that happen when you're this good and you're this great? You just start forgetting. I mean, why are we even talking about this? Because it was his 100th start. Uh-huh. So that's the only reason why this conversation is coming up. And then it puts stuff in the context of what he's done so far in his career. But that, that happens. And I, I know whether we like it or we don't, it happens when you're that good that you stop talking about all these accomplishments that this dude has has surpassed at such a young age. Um, that that says it all right there. When you're one of the greatest to do it, like you just mentioned, through his first 100 starts, it almost becomes, oh, no, 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 we expect it. I'm we not, expect it. I'm not trying to be an, an ass when I say he's not one of. He's he the. Okay, there, there, there's a difference. That he's one of guys, including Dwight Gooden, Ron Guidry, Vida Blue, as far as lowest ERA. But shake all this stuff. He's one of one. Mm-hmm. Like when Kershaw came up, right? When the Dodgers drafted Kershaw and he finally got to the big leagues and you could see her like, uh-oh, this is different. This guy is special. You'd be hearing, oh, the Dodgers drafted this kid. He's left-handed. He's got a curveball like Sandy Kovic, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, let's see. You saw it. You're like, well, yeah, I'll buckle up. He's that guy. This, this wasn't quite the way this Walker Buehler first round draft pick and all of these things, but he was he was injured and he comes in and he looked really good. But we never had that. You know, he might be the best right hander in Dodger history. We've never said that, and he probably Amazing. is, and he, and he definitely is through a hundred starts. This this is why this organization and you guys know this. I'm a Dodger fan. I want them to win another World Series. I'm rooting for them to win every game. The talent that they throw at their opposition every single day, Slee, it's it's borderline unfair. It's borderline unfair. That lineup they ran out against the Cubs this weekend is extraordinary. And then you got Walker Bueller on the mound. You got Clayton Kershaw on the mound. I mean, come Kershaw, on, man. the way he started as come well. On. Under How are you supposed ERA? to beat them over the course of Can a I season? Can I tell you something that's kind of funny? I almost feel like those nationally televised games against the Cubs, you just shouldn't put them on. You should find a different <laughs> that's game. Interesting. I'm not I'm not kidding. You should find a different game. It's not going to be exciting. It's not. They dominated the Cubs. I think we said twenty to three was the three game set. You either wait till they get a good matchup. You wait till it's a Giants Dodger game. Maybe you find two uh, a good AL NL matchup. It's such a disadvantage for the other side. I don't know if it makes for good nationally televised baseball. It is. They, they gave up a run in the first inning. He gave up, and it was eh, he probably won't give up another one. He didn't. He didn't. 
There was never a point in any of the games this weekend, there was never really a point in the Giants series where you thought, you know what, they're going to lose this game. And they're going to lose a game. They lost two or three at Arizona. They're going to lose yeah. some games. That's not the point. There's never a point where you feel, you know what, they might be better than the Dodgers. doesn't exist. The Dodgers have been extraordinary for a decade. Mm-hmm. This might be the best team they've put together throughout that entire run. Factor Cap is coming up next. Should you quit while you're ahead, Sliwa? That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Emily, I forgot to mention to you, fact or cap, there were glow sticks at the wedding I attended this weekend. Fact? Fact. Yes. I just showed Slee. There were glow sticks. I had one in my back pocket. I was looking for a whistle yes, to get really turned up. It was terrific. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, It was uh, all house music, too. It was an <laughs> unbelievable band. Better than sparklers, you know, DC, when they leave? DC is kind of known for house. They're known for house music and raves. <laughs> awesome. Oh. I, we should have another one. Also, another thing, Slee, I didn't tell you, I told Travis this morning, I didn't tell you yet, but I, all my sisters, all of our birthdays are within uh, three weeks of each other. Okay. There's four of us, all our birthdays are right in a row. So it's kind of like so, second Okay, cr- real quick. What's going on nine months before that? <laughs> Was your parents' anniversary at that point? It's, like, a, that's it's the a, annual trip to Hilton Head. So uh, maybe there you go. <laughs> that's the answer to that question. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, anyway, so uh, I was asking my sisters what they want for Chris- for their birthday. It's essentially like second Christmas for us. And so I asked my sister, my older sister, what she wanted. She's a big listener to the show. She said, I wouldn't ask Slee shirt. So uh, that's going to be easy for me to get from We know sister. some people. Um, yeah, right now, they're they're completely out because of the <laughs> the ships and the inflation. Yep. Have you guys looked at the stock market so, lately? Supply chain now. <laughs> the supply Ship. chain. Ships yeah. and su- supply chain. Yeah, that's exactly. hard to say. But that'll be easy to come. And she'll be with the Mandy's. So make sure you guys sign up. Get that uh, contest button on the ESPN LA app. And you, uh, you can meet, you meet Sister Hebel. Okay. So uh, we know Funch is going through wedding planning. Uh, and I saw a news story where Drew Barrymore was an adult flower girl in his her friend's wedding. So... Having an adult flower girl or adult ring bearer is a good idea. Travis, factor cap. Sure, fact. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to have somebody in your wedding that they're not a groomsman or a bridesmaid or whatever it is, or an officiant or do a reading or whatever, there, there are a million different roles you can create at a wedding. Why not? I and mean, plus, it's kind of campy if that's how you, you want to roll. Yeah. If Drew Barrymore wants to be a flower girl at, at any wedding I attend, I'm, I fully support that. I'm a, I'm a fan. Why not? What are, we, what are we doing in this world? Flower girl is supposed to be a uh, woman. Supposed to be a. Cute little girl, boy. yeah. Cute little girl, four or five years but maybe old. You don't throw have a, a couple niece or flowers, something. and you go. You get go on Craigslist. They also always find ruin somebody. it. They they always like flow the flowers poorly. <laughs> like it's 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 a lot. I like how they I like girl. how they ruin it 
at least as they ruin it like you're you're Cry. yelling you're yelling at them as they're doing it there is a lot of that where they're crying they don't want to be in front of people it's like get on out there you got to go do it just do it let's keep it let's there's an age limit to this it's eh. six and below six no, and below no wrong way to have a Fun. good time uh well i don't like the flower girls at all i don't think there should be kids at the wedding at all like mm. at, my, at my wedding there's no kids you know, there's no kids period period period, period. Okay. But, you know, um, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family, they have kids. So whenever they see me, there is always like, so there's no kids at the wedding? Oh, you oh, sure? So uh, I've, I have a thought on this, Funch. So if you and your fiancé have decided that you don't want to have kids at the wedding, that's fine. It's your wedding. You guys get what you want. It's your party. You get to do it your way. Kind of aggressive for somebody to say, hey, can, when it made it very clear there are no kids, somebody say, yeah, but what about mine? Mm-hmm. What, yes, what, yes, what, yes. What about yours? That's what I get. Right. That is okay, what so I get. What's the what youngest, about yours? What's the youngest you have there? Like a teenager? Is Probably. That- I mean, if anything, I might have a grandniece there. She, she's like 14 or 15. But any, other than that, no one under the age. That of, is aggressive. Yeah. You're right. So no flower girl, no ring bearer? No flower girl, no ring bearer. Teen no. Funches. Look, if that's what he wants and that's what his fiance wants, that's what they should have. We know we're getting passive aggressive like notes. Oh. Some people, people, you know, yeah, like, oh, yeah you people want. It puts you in an impossible position. You either have to be the guy that says no, or you have to change it, and then somebody else goes, well, say, their well, kids come. Why exactly. can't my kids come? Exactly. That's what I get. And plus, like, my really, really close family members with babies and kid, little kids, they're like, well, I can bring my kids, right? So the wedding that we went to And the answer this is weekend, just no? No. Oh, they're not. They're banned. The, the, the wedding invitation was addressed to Travis and Susan Rogers. Okay, not Travis, Susan Rogers, and family, which means your kids aren't invited. And so my kids were saying, well, we don't get to go. The answer is no, you were not invited. You mm-hmm. don't get to go. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, but you were more excited about that than anybody. You just wanted, uh, <laughs> it was you a just wanted, yeah. Had a good weekend, Sleep. Yeah. Had a good weekend. All right, so the Kentucky Derby was this Saturday, and Rich Strike was 80 to 1 to win, it, which is the uh, longest or lo- biggest long shot since 1913 to win the Kentucky Derby. Damn. So put yourself in the shoes of the trainer, the owner of Rich Strike. Rich Strike should quit while he's ahead and not do any other races. Just say, hey, I won the Kentucky Derby. I'm good to go. No more else. Uh, Alan, Fetter Cap. What's the next uh, big race coming? Preakness. Yep. No, you got to go. You got to ride it. You have to ride it. Um, it is the odds that you just mentioned, and it hadn't been done since 1913. It's freaking special. But isn't there always going to be doubt in your mind if you stopped? Well, what could have happened? What could we have done? I think I would have doubt. I, I, I say you got to roll the dice. I, I would 100% have the horse run again, especially in the pregnant. The only, the only reason the horse should not run again, if there's any sort of injury issue, you put the horse out to stud, you let the horse go make you a small fortune in stud fees. But other than that, yeah, you got to, I mean, who knows? Maybe you hit it again. Maybe you get to the Belmont. You're looking at a triple crown. That horse is, becomes more valuable. I mean, there's always risk, I guess. But yeah, no, let the horse go. It's, it's house money at this point, right? You watch, does anybody watch it? No, watch? I do, but yeah. I know that not a lot of people do. So I love it. I grew up in Arcadia, right? Right? Yeah. I, I, you could literally hear the races from my backyard. You could hear it clear as a bell. You could hear Trevor Denman, who at the time may still be, I don't know, was the track announcer there. You can, and down the stretch, they, you, could, you could hear Damn. the whole thing from my backyard. Right, mm-hmm. You could hear the races. I could hear the crowd going crazy if it was a full house, if it was like the, the Santa Anita Derby or something like that. I have no interest in it. I just, it just, my, my, my 
in-laws, huge horse racing fans. We would go with them occasionally, but just never hit me the right So way. I've, I've gone to a couple races. Del Mar, Del Mar's, right? Del Mar's awesome. got, it's every time they have, what is it, opening uh, opening of the The Pacific season. Classic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I've been, it's amazing, it's cool. I have no idea what's going on, or, nor do I have interest of doing it on a consistent basis. I don't follow it. So you know, it's a funny story too. Uh, at University of Virginia, where I went to school, they, we had this thing called Foxfield, where essentially mm. all the students that want to go, you get into the middle of the ring. And it just the is infield. A, it's a yeah, a, the infield day party. Middle of the ring sounds like you're going to a fight, and you guys are in between <laughs> two boxers. That's Alvarez fight. Yeah. <laughs> day party, everyone gets so drunk in the middle that's, of the day. That's and then, a but cool. You're, that's you're a trapped cool setup. inside of this horse race, and you can't leave until the horse races but, are done. But that's a cool setup because Being that's a the student section you could almost yeah, call it, it right like that's an event problem, where I, you could I, have a good time i've done the infield at santa anita i've done the infield at del mar i've done it and it is fun you can't see the race that the, that, yeah. the, the reason you have the grandstand is so because of how much you drank <laughs> well maybe that had something the that's what we horses say. are huge and the track is huge and if you're unless you're right along one of the open areas you can't see yeah, the race just yell with everybody yeah, it's watching on TV, right? It's just a thing. Where it's like, oh, if you saw horses, you did Foxfield wrong. So, uh, a Sixers fan was found sleeping courtside at yesterday's game. Well, that's a good look. <laughs> so, you have fallen asleep in a public space. I'm not counting a plane. I'm not counting a train. So, you have fallen asleep in a public space. Taylor, fetch your cap. Oh, fact. Yeah, I've fallen asleep in a lot of random places actually, and I don't advise it. Taylor, the way you said that sounds like you will fall asleep anywhere. Are you one of those? If you're one of those at this age, imagine Taylor at 54. He's going to be <laughs> falling asleep anywhere. It's been a while since it happened. I'll put it that way. At Black Angus. <laughs> Al, what about you? I don't think Taylor's no, ever I, been to the Black Angus. I, I, don't, uh, I don't fall asleep in public. I'm not. Well, I mean, listen, like you said, as long as it's not a plane, as long as it's not a train or something like that, the chances of me falling asleep... No, not going to happen. It could be as late as it is, and you're driving or something like that. I'll still figure out a way to stay, stay put. No, I, I my wife falls asleep if she's been in the car for more than three seconds. She's out. She's mm-hmm. just lights out the second it starts to run or something. But no, I I do not. I never fell asleep in class or work and meetings. And I, you see it happen all the time. But I uh, I don't have that shot. Class is a good one. I don't think you're I did falling it in asleep class in a meeting? either. There's been a couple of times in meetings where they go long and not. No, nothing is really happening in that meeting. It's just kind of the same old stuff, and your your, your chin starts to go well, down a little bit. Let, let me say this. Back in the uh, business world, the business side of things, we'd have every Tuesday we'd have our, our sales meeting over there. I mean, presentation after presentation. I won't fall asleep, but mentally I am in a completely different world. Completely different world. All right, guys, I got one more for you. So this is also Kentucky Derby related, but not doing with the race. So Jack Harlow, our favorite, all the refs know him now. Uh, Jack Harlow was carried over the muddy track at the Kentucky Derby to protect his shoes. He like got up on his friend's shoulders and was carried across the track. So yep. very funny. So you go through great lengths to keep your shoes, pants clean. Alan, Fetter Cap. Uh, Cap, let me tell you something. If you're Jack Harlow and you have the money that you have, walk over the freaking mud. Just walk over the mud. Not a big deal. I, I, I don't know anything about the dude. I've seen you know a couple of his videos. I don't think it's a good look when you have somebody carrying you over. Just walk in the mud. You're fine. Don't worry about the shoes. Don't worry about the pants. You make a lot of freaking money. Walk over the damn thing. Have some mud on there. Make it look like you got you got a little dirty on your way. Uh, not a good look for him. Okay, it's not a good Slee. look. 
<laughs> wow. Jeff? Not a good look. He's fired up. I'm looking for a lady to lay down her shawl over any muddy water that I might have to traverse and uh, like a like a count from another from a Victorian era where I just get to Are you glide kidding me? Across. Somebody carried you across the mud? I, I care about my shoes looking nice and clean right up until there's one drop Scuff. of mud. And then I'm like, and like I don't okay, care. Then I'll, I'll go run through a, a field. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to this. So I my girl got me some brown shoes. And, you know, they're, um, there's a lot of white on there, too. Like white on the bottom part, brown. I'm, I wore them for the first time, I don't know, this weekend, whatever the case is. Bro, it's almost uncomfortable wearing them when they're that clean. I'm like, it's going to... You're waiting for that first mark. It's happening. I could see Funch, because he's a sneaker guy, really paying attention to the shoes. I'm with you. You get a little scuff on there, it's over. I love them when they're brand new, and yeah. they look really good. And, and 16 then, minutes later... It's like, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's, it <laughs> I'm happens. over it. I, I like it right up until I like it. Okay. Um, you've heard me go on and on about... I'll carry Jared you. We're in the mud. Thank you. I will I, carry you I'd on like my back. I'd like to see you try to do that. Just get that on the horse. Be, that would be interesting. Yeah, there you go. Get on the horse. Um... You've heard me go on and on about uh, golf, right? Yeah. Uh, you have not heard my Jeff Fisher stuff. I need you to hear it because mm. he did it again. He did it again. And you should hit your leave, knees. Leave him alone, man. You should hit your knees and be thankful that you have a coach that understands basic math. Just just throwing that out there. We'll go over that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We're back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So Emily just sent us the picture of... So it angers me even more. <laughs> okay. So had you seen it before she sent <laughs> no. it? I was picturing him being carried like an infant. Like, you know, <laughs> like you carry a, 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 they might a as well, baby. Yeah, might as well do it that way. Or, or like in a bassinet kind of sure. carry like this. He's being carried like he tore a, a hamstring and yes, he can't walk. That's exactly it. right. Like yeah. you're going Big off smile. the court at Staples yeah. and you got two guys on yeah. each side. You put your arms over their shoulder yep. and they help you limp off because your legs are damaged. Yep. Not because you've got shoes on that you don't want to get a little mud on. It's a bad look. Well, let me tell you, the two guys carrying him, which I would have dropped him on purpose and had his shoes scuffed up, the two guys carrying him, you know what their shoes look like? Muddy. Like they went through mud, <laughs> which is okay. That's all right. So, he do, pays him for it, probably. His, his body cards, probably. Why does a, he pay for new shoes? <laughs> that's a good picture. Did, but the best picture of the weekend, did you guys see the picture from the F1 race in Miami of the goats? I haven't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Tom Brady. Brady, Lewis Hamilton, Mm -hmm. Jordan, and Beckham. And then literally a goat. (laughs) Just those four guys are all looking Mm -hmm. like, I'm the master of the universe. No, I am. No, I am. No, I am. And they are all right. And they're all influencing each other, too, at certain times. They all reference each other. It's cool. It was an incredibly cool picture because you have the greatest NBA player of all time, arguably. I don't know soccer well enough to say if Beckham is the best player of all time. I don't think he is. Is, but I know he's it's one of the there. most famous of all time. You've got yeah, it's a pretty Lewis photo. Hamilton, greatest yeah. race car driver of all time, and then Brady, the greatest football player of all time. Not the, too bad. The reporter from Sky News probably would have mistaken them all, though. <laughs> he didn't know anybody. Who who would be, if we're doing the GOATs, it's you and me and who else, Lee? Who, who are the other two guys that we got to throw in there? 
Um, Funches is on there. <laughs> Woj. <laughs> and Woj. And Woj. That's exactly right. Woj. I'll take be- that Mount Rushmore. Sliwa, Rogers, <laughs> Woj, Funch, and Funches. And Woj. We just do the cardboard cutout of Woj, or do we have to actually get now, Woj? Now, that is actually, this. maybe I'm a little more sympathetic on this one. If Woj was um, at the Kentucky Derby and he asked me to help carry him because of the mud, <laughs> that's a different story. He doesn't want to okay. get That's a different money. story. Yeah. You're making me a little uncomfortable with your Woj fascination. Um, you, nope. you, you and I worked together, but we didn't work together when Jeff Fisher was the coach of the Rams. Amanda will sympathize with this for me. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher, by all accounts, is a super nice man. Okay, he's, he's a super, super nice man. It's not he's, a good start, by the way, when you start describing never is. a coach. Love his personality. Never is. But yeah. everybody that knows and has spent time with Jeff really likes him. Apparently he's funny and he's gregarious and warm. He's a good guy. Not the world's best football coach. We saw the Rams for years and years and none more of this 7-9 BS that he was saying. And they, they didn't. They went 4-12. and 12, So he was, he was right about that. Um, he's a coach of the USFL Michigan Panthers. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, everybody kind of knows that, but yep. He gets the ball. They're trailing by uh, one point. Okay. They're down by one point. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's two. I'm, I'm looking for it here. But it's one or two points. So a field goal will win the game. Okay. However... His punter, or his kicker, is also the team's punter who has never made a field goal before in his life until he got into the USFL. And so far, he'd made one. Okay, season. He, so he take he took one field goal and hit it? He's no. He's one for one? No, he's like one for five or six. That changes. That kind of changes the math <laughs> right. a little bit. He, yep. and, and PATs, too. He hadn't made any of those either. Sure. So they have the ball first and goal from the three-yard line. They have two timeouts left. There's 30 seconds left goal. on the clock. From the three-yard line, two timeouts left. Okay. okay. Keep in mind, your kicker has not is terrible. Yep. He, he, it's almost assured that he's going to miss this kick. Mm-hmm. What would you do in this situation? First and goal from the yeah. three-yard line. Yeah. You're down. A field goal will, will put you ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But you, and you have two, I am not you, a, you have two timeouts. I'm not a former NFL head coach. You have two timeouts. But I'm probably going to run the ball, and I'm okay. going to probably try and score. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to use one of those timeouts. Maybe I do a little play action. Um, yes. I have a couple I of options here. Makes sense Having a couple timeouts under my belt makes sense to me okay i agree with you i would yeah. first and goal from the three he punted with a couple of with a couple of uh timeouts in my back pocket maybe take a shot or two at the end zone just to see uh, my kicker well, of course i, I got I, yeah no, no he decided we're just gonna we're gonna let the clock run we're gonna let it run down to basically nothing so it's basically <laughs> coming down to the kick we're gonna kick it we're gonna make this we're gonna win the game you want to take a wild guess at what happened well a couple things could have happened <laughs> okay they could have um, screwed up on the snap. I'm going to say that didn't happen. No. They could have uh, ran a fake. I'm going to say that didn't happen. I'm going to go with the kicker missed a field goal and is now one for seven in his career in this new league that they're trying to create. He missed a 21-yard field goal. Yep. He missed it. Was it close at least? <laughs> it, it, it doinked. Okay. <laughs> so the, the the point of this is – don't if take you're for getting but listen listen to me listen to me for a second if we're having a conversation about Jeff Fisher right now coaching something so bad had to have happened something so stupid would have had to have happened for us to sit here today and and use this as part of our content 
What is he doing? What do he say afterwards? Can you at least give I, me a quote? I do, I do not they, have they any quotes from Jeff Fisher. Interview. I don't think they do that in the USFL. <laughs> I think you just get on your bike and ride home. I don't, I don't know if they even or have Or they're a all mic'd up all the time. <laughs> right. 0 for 3 on field uh, goals. 0 for 2 on extra points coming into the game. He had made his first field goal of the season earlier in the game. Yep. So he was a 1 for 4 there. 0 for 2 on PATs. He decided to let the guy kick. Doink, Can you lose. use those two timeouts in the next game? You cannot. They okay. are not transferable. Just, I'm curious. Maybe he. It's thought, not your flex spending account, Slee, where you can just push it down the line and maybe spend the it USFL on Advil at the end of the year. Are a little bit different. It. So the point of this is a that's ridiculous, and two, don't take basic common sense for granted when it comes to somebody mm. coaching your team. I think that's don't, what you were trying to get at. Keyshawn has said this to me so many times, and I used to think, and, and like most things football, I've come to find out that Keyshawn is about 99.9% right. Mm-hmm. And he would say to me, he goes, Travis, there are guys coaching in the NFL that have no idea what they're doing. I'm like, Key, there are coaches in the NFL. It's impossible. They have to have at least a basic level of comp. And he would look at me like he wanted to break my neck. I said, Trav, I'm telling you right now, they don't know what they're doing. And then you see something like this. It's a good example. He might be right. Can can you imagine? He coached in the NFL for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I get it. The USFL is a different animal. They're trying weird stuff. The rules are a little different. But this this is not complicated. idiotic. Even, by the way, even if you had a, you know, even if you had a, a kicker that was competent and was able to kick, you'd run the clock, you'd do some stuff, you'd take a couple shots in the end zone, and then you'd kick it and then you'd kick it a third down. That's what you do. Yeah. No. So you you could be a coach in the USFL. You should see if there's an opening. You want to coach the uh the Birmingham Stars, perhaps the uh what else we got? The when, Philadelphia Blitz. When you were covering the Rams, that was his that was his he only Basically one year. One year. One yeah, one year. And didn't make it to the end. Did you have moments in your head where it's like, what the hell is this uh, guy doing? Okay. I'm glad you asked. And we, mm-hmm. we didn't even set this up. But there was a game in Detroit. They're playing the Lions. They have the ball first and goal from the one-yard line. It's right before the end of the half. Okay? The end of the first half. First and goal from the one-yard line. They give it to Todd Gurley. Fine. Yep. Okay? It's now second and three from the three. Second and goal from the three. Okay, they give it to Todd Gurley again. It's now third, third and goal and from the, the five. from the three. They okay. they didn't they didn't move it forward, but third and goal from the three, they give it to Todd Gurley. Mm. It's now fourth and goal from the two. What do you think he did? Gave Anybody? It to Todd Gurley? Huh? They gave Let's it to Todd give it Gurley? to Todd Gurley again. Stuffed the half ends. They don't get any points on the board. That's what he did. So, yeah, this was not an NFL, or I should say a UFSL. I like, when, I like when coaches learn from their mistakes. It, it, this is what I'm saying. The Rams' schedule is going to come out on Thursday. I think the NFL yeah. announces the, the full schedule of games. Looking forward to that. Um, don't assume basic competency for any of these guys. Mm-hmm. You have Sean McVay. Every game that starts, Sean McVay makes mistakes, but you just said it. There's not the same mistake in week two that's made in week eight, that's made in week 15, that's made in year two, five, seven. He learns. Maybe he had to do it more than once. Jeff Fisher didn't learn. Kicked it on first down with two timeouts left and 23 seconds from the three-yard line. They lose. Why are you looking at me like that? We should be offensive coordinators. <laughs> or at least special teams coordinators. Maybe find a guy that kicked in college. I don't know. It just seems something that Damn. you'd want to have.